Let's talk about COVID belly. Let's also discuss mental health versus physical health. What about our award-winning young people? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for joining Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. True change is within. Leave the outside as it is. By the Dalai Lama. So, unfortunately, last week we lost the rising star Chadwick Boseman, um, the man who played the Black Panther in the, the Marvel movie. Excellent actor, excellent role, groundbreaking in many ways. Um, you know, I, I went to see that at the Genesis um, Theatre in Myland, and it was like a Q&A situation as well. And, um, you know, it was just amazing to see all ages of people come out dressed up. You know, um, I saw some grannies, some old black grannies there, you know, come to watch the movie and all that. And I know... They, they wouldn't have come out to see a Marvel movie. So that, that, that was really good to see everybody come out. So, you know, it opened, it opened a, a lot up for, for the community, really. Um, you know, there were young, there was a, there was a Takala's, Black Panther's daughter, uh, sister. Um, I forgot her name, Siri or Shiri. But she played the English actor as well, English actor, black girl from, from the UK. Um, but she was like one of the smartest people in the film and she was a princess. Um, and she had a, she was natural and dark skin and all of these things and you know for for people with daughters you you there's not many images um, that 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 your young daughter can look at and actually you know uh, fantasize or 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 imagine her being that person you know if you think of if you if you've got a young daughter and you're talking about princesses um, I can't find another um, princess to 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 kind of you know, have 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 a, my daughter emulate, you know, um, or look to. So it was really nice um, watching that for those kind of reasons, and also the obvious, you know, having a a black superhero, you know, a powerful black superhero, and and everything that they depicted um, the the fictional world on there to be, you know, um, Wakanda and all of that stuff. So it it was amazing. It was it was an amazing movie, and it's really sad that he went and so. You know, he had um, colon cancer and he was suffering with it for four years and he, he kept it to himself um, and sadly lost his life at 43. Such a young age, such a young age. But he did a lot, he, you know. Now I'm looking back on the various movies he's done. He he done a lot. Um, and, you know, he's from what I've read, he's, his aim was to, to be in, in Black Panther 2. Um, and the writer was, you know had him in mind, you know, it was going to be him and he, he looked forward to writing lines for him and looking at him on the monitor and directing him and stuff like that. So it's so sad that, you know, he's not going to be able to do that. So I feel it for, for everybody involved, especially the family. Um, but he has got a, another movie coming out called um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That's coming out on Netflix as well. And it's about a 1920s legendary blues singer. So I definitely recommend you go and check that out. I'll be checking that out for sure. I, I do love movies. Um, but the, So the last movie I saw him on was on Netflix also, which was um, The Brothers. Not The Brothers, The Five Bloods. It was, a, it was like a Vietnam um, 
movie. It was based in, yeah, the story went backwards and forwards. Um, but he played a really small part in it. In fact, he played somebody who had passed away and they kept flashing back to various parts in his life. So he, he didn't really have uh, a big role in the film. Um, but he, he was a central character, but he didn't really have a big role. But I, I, I did think it was strange, obviously, coming off of the back of, of um, Black Panther. But maybe that was maybe that was due to illness. Maybe it was something else. I don't know. But um, it did it did have me thinking at the time. But that's another movie um, you can catch him in for sure. Um, but yeah, he he'll definitely be missed. He'll definitely be missed, and he's he's definitely touched the community on a on a very deep level. Even though you know this film was fictional, I think people underestimate how much it meant to the black community um, to have somebody play a black hero you know um and I'm, I'm sure there's much older people who remember um all of the other shows where you know i mean for, for, forever it's, it's it's not been about black heroes i mean there was i think some of them were based on black heroes originally i mean if you think about tarzan tarzan um many moons ago that that was a show of you know um that character um could have easily and probably should have been a, a black person, but it never was. Um, maybe that's a film that they can redo and refix. Um, and then you've got things like The Lone Ranger, a very old um, um, show that used to used to be on. Um, but recent recent facts have come out that it was based on um, a black cowboy, um, but obviously it was never played by a black cowboy when it was on. So. You know, it's 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 interesting, but um, but yeah, I mean the fact that we now have a a black hero, um, it 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 did mean a lot, and it does mean a lot. Another show I caught this week was Racism: My Story on Channel Five. I'm sure you can still catch it on the 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 players, the um, the Catch Up TV. Really good documentary. Definitely, um, basically giving us well, giving giving the world, the UK. Um, the British perspective on race um, in 2020 from from various black actors, um, celebrities, etc. Um, really good, and it, they've they've obviously they've made it um, fall on the hundredth day of um, George Floyd's death as well to emphasise the point. But you know, I mean, if you if you if you you're black and you've lived in in London for any period of time. Well, uh, I'll say London because that's where I'm from. You you will recognize this stuff, and it's not new. It's not new to you, but I'm sure for many people it is new because, as I've said before, when when all this this Black Lives Matter stuff started to happen after George Floyd's death, um, you know, white people that I know um, were speaking to me and and were surprised to hear my stories of of racism, um, growing up in Hackney and growing up in the UK. So. Yeah, the, these these shows are important, and I, I can only imagine that it makes some people feel a bit uncomfortable watching them, um, for different reasons. Um, but at the end of the day, these are true life historic experiences, you know. So, and if you didn't know, this this is a way for you to get to know rather than asking people. And you know, at least you can watch and learn this from the comfort from the comfort of your home. Um, but it's obviously factual and authentic, so we're better. To, to watch it um, but for me I think the, the most uncomfortable thing was I mean I, I liked the way it was filmed and everything else but they kept showing the scene of um, of George Floyd being murdered 
like over and over again that's you know not blurring it out or anything and playing the recording you know from a from a I think from a I I, I get they're trying to emphasize the point and, and bring more light to it but me for one I, I don't need to ever see that again I mean it's unnecessary I've seen it already um, I know what it is and it's I mean I don't want to see anybody being murdered to be fair I mean, and that's what we're watching over and over again. So that 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 bit was a bit it was a bit overkill for me, if I'm if I'm honest. Um, but the content of the show itself was was really on point and really necessary, really necessary. So I I definitely recommend getting to watch that. But just be mindful, they will be repeating that piece. I mean, what I did, I just forwarded it, you know, because it, I've seen it already, you know. So it is what it is. Um, so in regards to um, health, a doctor that I like, you know, on the on the TV, you know, one of the TV doctors that I, I like the way he presents himself, you know, um, Dr. Michael Mosley, he always talks about interesting stuff from his his perspective. Um, and yeah, I find him very interesting. But one of, one of the things I heard him in the interview, um, really emphasizing that the fat around our stomachs um, are real good indicators um, that um, our immune systems will be undermined um, and the effectiveness of it won't be there 100%. You know, So just by having fat around your stomach, your immune system is not going to be functioning to its optimum, pretty much. Um, so it's something that I know already, and but I, I'm just glad that it's being spoken out. You know, I mean, there's loads of things we have to think about. But, you know, if you're, if you're under any illusion, then you've got a COVID belly. Um, which, you know, I ain't even gonna lie. I've got, I've got a bit of a COVID belly that I need to work on. But if you've got that, your, 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 your immune system is not functioning to its optimum. And when they speak about COVID, they speak about you needing your immune system to, um, be in shape to deal with it. And not just with COVID, with any kind of illness, your immune system's your last line of defense. So if that's not right, then if we get to the last line of defense, you're defenseless um and that's that's a sad truth so so yeah i think each 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 one of us should kind of check out where we're at in regards to that and look into it a bit more deeply okay um so it was bank holiday weekend and obviously the big thing was carnival um no carnival there was they had the carnival on tv um i must say i i did try to support the cause fully and i did go to watch it it's really just not the same. I mean, we know it's not going to be the same. Carnival is about being around people and celebrating and enjoying people, being around people, watching people on TV um, in a studio or with a green screen, making out that they're on the street. It was never going to never gonna touch the sides of it. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, other people might have experienced it in a different way, but... Um, but yeah, it was it, it was what it was. It was what it was. But the, I suppose the big thing was they also introduced the the ten thousand pound, the maximum ten thousand pound fine, um, just before the bank holiday, because obviously they know people want to go out for various, not just the carnival, just everywhere. People want to be out and partying. That's what we've always done, um, at bank holiday, especially the August bank holiday. So they timed it like that. Truth is, um, I'm not sure, I haven't heard too much stuff about, you know, London. I'm sure there were, you know, parties and stuff like that, but there wasn't anything, I I don't think, as much as they thought they would have seen. So, it, but in Wales, however, they had a major rave up there in South Wales. 
um, in a place called Banwin in West Glamorgan. And that attracted 3,000 people. 3,000 people. So, um, and this, I, I'll just say, I, I don't think this was a dance hall, um, hip-hop or bashment type event. Um, but there was 3,000 people there and apparently um, somebody was fined on Sunday uh, £10,000 for, for pointing that on. Um, sad state of affairs, but it is what it is, man. It's human nature. We, we want to get out. We, you know, it's, it's our God-given right to be free and to do what we want to do. But we're in extraordinary times and, you know, we're asked to do things that kind of go against, against, go against our, our core beliefs. So, you know, some people are going to listen, some people are not. It is what it is. But, um, yeah, I hope, I hope this doesn't uh, manifest into uh, more illness um, in Wales, for sure. Um, and, I mean, with, the, with this whole raving and party thing, it, is, it, it does mean a lot to young people. So, I, I mean, I, I, it's a double-edged sword, really, you know. For some people, just getting out, just getting out and being about and being amongst people, it's, for them, it's, it's, it's beneficial to their mental health. You know, it's about their mental health. Like, not being able to do that, not being able to be, see their friends, be around their friends, get close to people, um, go out and enjoy the company of people, it's, it affects people's mental health. Um, but on the other hand, you know, we're talking about if you do go out, what's being said is if you do go out, um, you're affecting your physical health. So young people have to battle between that, you know. Do I affect my mental health? Do I affect my physical health? And this is a hard decision, a very hard decision. And that's, that's a decision that I feel is mostly affecting um, young people, you know. Young people in their 20s, I'm sure that they, they're, they're high on the list of people that are really being affected by this thing in regards to their mental health and, you know, wanting to get out and that going against their mental health. So I really do feel it for young people and we do need to do more around young people in regards to this. Um, but a young person that's really doesn't, doesn't stop um, shining for me is, um, is Marcus Rashford. You know, the, the, he's, he's moving to other levels with the um, child food poverty, the child food poverty um, situation um, and as I've said before this is, this is a young man that doesn't have to do this but through his life experience that I'm sure many people can relate to growing up with nothing growing up in a single parent family he knows the benefits of making sure that young people get food to eat you know um, when, when, when their parents can't provide for them etc so I'm just glad that he's doing what he's doing and you know this, this young, if this man young man ain't awarded in, in some major way soon, you know, a couple letters before or after his name, you know, um, just in recognition of, of, of what he's doing, um, it's going to be a travesty. They need to, they need to look out for this guy, for sure. Um, and talking of awards, um, on a more lighter note, um, recently had the Ivor Novel Awards, Novel, sorry, Ivor Novello Awards, um, and, uh, Dave, Dave won, um, he won an award for his song Black, um, that's an amazing song, I think it was, he recorded that, I saw that live on one of the Brits awards, and that was amazing, if you ain't seen that, I 
definitely say go and check that out on YouTube. Um, amazing, amazing work. And he's an amazing, talented guy. He, he plays many instruments. In the video that I'm talking about, he's playing the piano. But he is, um, he's super talented, super gifted young man, for sure. So well-deserved award. And also um, Little Sims um, got an award also, Best Album Prize um, for her her album, um, Great Area. So big up to Little Sims as well, Little Sims and Dave. Yeah, killing it. So yeah, I mean, young when young people are doing good, man, we need to we need to reflect that back. You know, whether it's our young kids, whether it's it's people in the in the media, I whenever they do good, we need to reflect that back because to be fair, if young people just listen to the media, um, it it doesn't show a a a, a good example, a shining example of who they really are on the whole. You know, they they do focus on you know, a, a small section of people, young people, and it's usually the young people who have lost their way in their early years. And even them young people, they're not at the end of their story, most of them, you know. Most of them will turn their life around. As much as, as, much as some older people uh, can't see that now, they turn their life around, most of them, you know. So... You know, let's 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 talk about those young people that are you know in their early early twenties, late teens. Let's talk about them when they're thirty and forty, because a lot of them will be doing totally different things. You know, pillars of the community. So, yeah, the game's not over for them. Yeah, so we don't we should we should definitely shouldn't be counting them out. Um, but yes, and and one the other one of the things going back to the show. Um, the, the the racism show um, one of the things that really stood out for me they spoke about well there was a quote on there um, from gov.uk and it spoke about um, only 5% of managerial and senior role jobs are held by black people in the UK I didn't know the figure was that low um, and they what really shocked me though was that um, they also stated that only one there's only one CEO in the FTSE 100 companies that's black, only one. Um, I'm not sure why that is. It seems really bizarre. Um, I'm not sure what that's down to, but it, it seems really underrepresented for some reason. Um, I, I'll leave you to decide what that's about. Um, but I think it's it's definitely something that we should be spoken about, and um, because I, there's one thing about um, young people that I, I I've noticed, and what I know is that, it, and it, the good or the bad, they're very entrepreneurial, even when they're doing the wrong thing. If you if you if you look at what's what's driving them, um, one of the things is they're just entrepreneurial, and they they don't want to work for people. They want to do their own thing and have their own business. Now, granted, you can't co-sign um, them doing criminal activities but that skill that that hunger that that entrepreneurial spirit is definitely something to be harnessed so I find it really weird that um, you've only got one black CEO in the FTSE 100 and there's um, yeah so interesting but yeah something to think about something to think about for sure so over in 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 America, um, obviously things are still blowing up on on the streets in in Wisconsin in regards to um, in regards to the, the the recent shooting, the crippling of um, Jacob Jacob Blake. Um, 
so recently uh, Trump's Donald Trump's come out and um, in seems to be in defense of the 17 year old boy who who killed two people you know he, and but and it, and it turns out it was with an illegal gun as well but the president of the free world has seen fit to speak about this young man in in a defense capacity uh, i tell you this the things that are going on now it's it's just so um it's a bit it's quite surreal everything that's kind of been going on the past few years but this is the world we're living in and recently um what's also come out um which is really sad is there there's another um a death um by police um daniel prude um which is which basically he died on the 30th of March, but apparently um, this is the first time it's coming out. Like Wednesday just gone is the first time I heard about it. And, you know, he, this is somebody that basically he ended up dying of um, asphyxiation. I can't even say that word properly. So let me just say they suffocated him pretty much. They put one of those um, hoods over his head. Um, I think they said he was spitting or something like that, but they put a hood over his head um, pressed his face against the pavement for two minutes, uh, and obviously it's re been recorded on the um, it's been recorded on on video camera. I think it was the police's camera it was recorded on, or a stand a passerby. But either way, it's recorded, and the man's no longer here. So th this is another one that actually we ain't even heard about. So it's it's just sad. It's just sad that these things are happening, and yeah, I feel it. I feel it for the families, man. I really do. I feel it for people in America, to be fair. I'm, I'm just glad that this isn't these prolific killings are not happening currently in the UK at the hands of the police. You know, I'm glad that that's, we're not there at this moment in the UK. Um, and in, in regards to, to, you know, the community in America feeling for it, even the NBA, 100 NBA employees um, walked out. Um, and that's massive, to be fair. That's a, that's a big thing because NBA is is a big money spinner. It's very public. It's it's very up there. Um, but they, you know, hundred NBA people walked out. I, I'm not. I, I'd be interesting to to know if um, the UK, you know, hundred UK uh, football stars would walk out, you know, for a day. That would be interesting, um, if needs be. Um, but in re regards to football in the UK, um, I saw a statistic this week um, stating that 229% rise in football discrimination on social media, you know, um, and I, you know, for the amount of children that are involved, you know, that are into football, young children, you know, older people, whatever, but the children specifically, how if they're growing up in football, learning to play football, and then they're online and then they're seeing all the racism around football, I, I just, uh, I mean, it would take, take a young person in that position to, to, to kind of speak on how that makes them feel, you know, what that, what that makes them think about the world that they're in today. So, so yeah, these are the things that are happening, man. I think, I think all of these things need to be spoken a, a lot more, spoken about a lot more, in, in a lot more depth. So, yeah. So thank you again for choosing Pablo's podcast today and hopefully you can join me on the next one. But until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney and you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.